what what up how's it how's it how's it going fellow teens you know like the steve buscemi meme no you know you don't know the steve buscemi meme where he's he's holding two skateboards and he says what's up fellow kids no <laughs> how do you not know that i don't know <laughs> I don't live on that part of the internet. It's a very popular meme. Okay. Um, I'm Condra. I'm Tyler. We're the amateur nerds. This is Wildcat Minute, the show where we talk about High School Musical. One minute at a time. One minute at a time. This is minute five? Yeah. Ooh, we're zooming through this. Yeah. This Not too- Zoom University. No. You know, you know, like Zoom. Do the big Zoomies. We got, we got the Zoomies for High School Musical. Yeah. I'm lost. So <laughs> help, I can't get out. <laughs> this minute starts. This minute five. This is minute five. It starts with who'd have thought we'd both be here tonight, and it ends with a <laughs> not <big> me. O. <laughs> this is a Paul Red meme. <laughs> Look at us. Who'd have thought? Not me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it ends with. I mean, the, the rest of this episode is just going to be me describing memes. <laughs> yeah, or interrupting me. You know. <laughs> so and it ends with a big O. There's, there's a um. The chorus gets big right before the key change. Spoilers. There's a key change coming up. Whoa. Never would have believed Uh, that. I hate it when I change my keys and then I gotta like find the right key. Sometimes I get locked out. It's very annoying. Yeah. So it's a minute (laughs) of singing. This this is a minute all of Troy and Gabriella singing. And they're into it. They're They're, like here for the song. Yeah, because Troy just took off his blazer and then he started like going for it. Dancing and grooving. Yeah, and they're really like making eye contact. and The bridge happens. Yeah. I mean, the thing that happens in this minute is the people in the background get really into it. Yeah. Like they start clapping along and dancing really like a lot. The second chorus begins the claps. Which I guess, like, I don't know. It's hard to tell tell because like the foley design is not like is like part of the song design i guess clarify like the music like it's karaoke music so the like the music's not live or anything and so there's not like a band there so the atmosphere is weird because it's like a musical so the, the music's just kind of piped in so like when the audience starts clapping in the background it feels like it's just kind of part of the soundtrack and not actually part of like the lived in space yeah so the live versus recorded version of that thing you do i suppose yeah with the clapping especially yeah yeah for those of you who don't know that thing you do i don't, I don't know how to help you but yeah like, one of the greatest movies of all time like a live versus not like re- studio version of any song like if there's clapping then yeah you it's there's different. a difference yeah. yeah but i think the fact that they've engaged the crowd we saw the end of the last song kind of and they were very like they were not engaged they were not no i mean Troy the crowd no, the crowd knows that there's a moment happening <laughs> like, maybe they're just vibing they're, they're like this is special like I sometimes mean, like sometimes you're just like in a crowd like at a concert and you're like this is happening right now sometimes yeah. you're just at a concert you're like that was a concert yeah it's like the mc was right when he said that he, they would thank him uh, oh yeah <laughs> so we've got some dancing it's got some grooving second chorus yeah so then to the bridge so yeah so they there's like a little bit of a second verse it's not really much of a second verse no and then they go back into the chorus and then it it's this bridge thing and then they're like we're just about to get a key change uh, i like the the build into the next key change yeah but we didn't get that yet no the thing i was interested in this minute 
because uh, I, I watched it like an extra time to pay attention to this. It's just like the arrangement of shots. So there's only about five different camera angles they give us. So like you have your head on. Yeah. So the one they give us the least is the the way back, like the 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 what, what would be a, called a wide shot. It's actually a, this this is a pretty good example of a, what's the difference between a wide shot, a medium shot, and a close up. Um, a wide shot would be zoomed out and you can see Troy and Gabriella like basically full and you can see the crowd behind them. The medium shots are these kind of middle angles where you can see like Gabriella in the foreground, but the focus is Troy and he's kind of there and you can see him kind of from the torso up. There's the reverse shot of Gabriella, medium shot. Where where Gabriella's there, you can see her torso up, and you can see Zac Efron kind of there. But then you can also, there's also the close-ups, which aren't like full close-ups of like just their face, but it's, you can mostly just see like the top of their shoulders and their head, and there's reverse shots of Troy and Gabriella there. Those are really the only five shots that we get in this minute. But what's interesting is that it's not, it's not, it does, I mean, for one thing, it doesn't really get boring. It's only one minute, and to have five different shots in this one minute, they vary them pretty well, and it's pretty good because it's a duet, so you can kind of just focus on whatever's happening. It's, it is weird. It does feel like like they lean a little bit more towards Gabriella, which is kind of funny because as the minute goes on, and we can talk about this, Troy is really, um, he like starts trying like moves that like aren't really working. He like keeps putting his arm out towards Gabriella as like a move, like not 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 as if to grab her, but like as to like point and like do something. And the, the arm moves never really work. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't. <laughs> I I mean, he definitely is more physically expressive. Yeah. Gabriella is still pretty contained. He also at one point takes the mic off the stand, which she never does. No, she does towards the end. Right before the O, oh, she okay. takes it off okay. the stand. Okay, but that's another thing to indicate like how Engage. into it they are. Yeah. Um, but then it's mostly the medium and close-ups. At the beginning of the second chorus, which we get in this minute, there's the, the wide shot happens once and then it goes back to the close-ups for a little bit. And then at the beginning of the bridge, we get another wide shot again, but this time the camera's moving slightly to the right mm. and actually creates a really good effect of like, it's like a new way to do the shot and makes it feel more more engaging like you're like you're actually there because it's like moving and you get a sense of the motion and the space of the room a lot better your attention's being moved yeah and redirected yeah and then what happens when we get to the next medium shot of gabriella right after that that one's moving a little bit too and possibly when um troy is doing the dip of the mic stand i think that one's static but it might be moving so it actually like for tv direction like we're, we're doing pretty good like i've seen worse like i've seen worse shots i mean i was just talking about almost famous and like i was just in a scene on a movie by minute podcast where the, like this the camera angles were really boring and it just wasn't really working for me so this one was nice uh despite the fact that it was leaning towards gabriella a little bit i wonder if that is too she looks more natural when she's singing it looks like she's actually singing the song where we were talking last time troy has that bit of disconnect between the vocals like he's really into it but it's like the lip syncing is not great for him yeah i would also just say that like i don't know my guess would be that it's because Gabriella is like the focus it's not there's not it's not a male or female gaze because it's like a kids movie but she's like the cuter one in this scenario I think it's a bigger deal it, it seems like it's a bigger deal for her yeah in some respect like it, we're rooting for both of them because they both didn't seem like they wanted to do it or anything but Gabriella was more like there was a more of a force there was more of a it's a bigger deal that she's up there singing like she's already expressed that she doesn't want to hang out with other people she's isolating herself her her face is just very expressive. And Zac Efron is obviously like doing a great job acting. Like he's really into it, but it's less interesting than Gabriella's like facial expressions are just more engaging, I think. 
I wonder if that the, stems... The way that she's, like, shy, but also having fun. Yeah, I wonder if that also stems to Vanessa Hudgens being more of a singer than an actor. And in this singing moment, you get more... I, I don't know. I, I don't know, because there's not, like... Because there's, like, there is, a like, a performance aspect to singing. It's not like she's in the studio singing and, like, trying to do the... I put my hand up to, my, to my head. <laughs> I didn't know if you were making fun of me because no. it's a non-visual medium. No. <laughs> you know, like, when you're in a studio you're, and you have the ear... ear earmuff on. The earmuff like, on, yeah. yeah. But I think there is something to it. I mean, if you want to go male-female gaze, that's all. That's kind of omnipresent in the... It, even if it is it a would, kid's movie. It would be interesting to track as we keep going through this movie, like, which direction it leans. Because obviously, like, Kenny Ortega is, like, male, but... He's also, like, news... I'm thinking, like, in comparison, newsies, which is all but one female <laughs> that's an entirely male cast yeah so that's a completely different ball game yeah and like for like dancing and choreography like usually it's more neutral yeah and it's like a kid's movie with a very like like a like with a 50 50 cast and is meant to appeal to like boys and girls did this does in general do, though does this have more girl appeal than boy appeal i think so i think there's something with unfortunately society and musicals and deeming musicals as feminine that i mean you get the stereotypes of like broadway being for a certain type of person yeah i.e gays yeah um okay and which didn't always which wasn't always the case because musicals used to be the most popular movie genre period in 1963 and 1964 mary poppins and sound of music were the number one movies yeah i think also how they marketed it i mean if you think about what so we've talked about what was on disney channel at the time you're starting to turn towards more female focused i don't know i I think i think they were more other than like phineas and ferb i'm thinking like what they had prior you had some more female focused but then you also also had like even Stevens you had Phil of the Future you had ones that were also Yeah, Zack and Cody was also on the air though. Yeah. I think most most of the Disney Channel shows have like a pretty like split appeal. Even shows like Lizzie McGuire which do feel more like feminine in nature have like the little brother character who's like Matt. okay yeah who does karate in that one episode yeah <laughs> that's the only lizzie mcguire episode i remember there's who's always, like meant to appeal to like the boy yeah there's always the male characters in the in the shows um, right like even Gordo. yeah like even in a female driven show there's like like raven and that's a raven has Eddie. has a male friend which is common but not like the most common thing for there to be like a group of three friends you know one boy one girl and one boy hope the boy and the girl don't fall in love by the end i mean you have things like kim possible and phineas and ferb which they're the animated ones and those ones i think are more gender neutral appealing to both yeah are appealing to two genders because there's an action element to it i think the content has something to do with it or yeah unfortunately this like stereotype like boys like this kind of thing whatever that means and cartoons are a little easier to be gender neutral because unless it's as told by ginger like i feel like (laughs) i love that show (laughs) i feel like anyone can appreciate a cartoon yeah and i think i mean the two that were on disney channel at the time are about to be on phineas and ferb and kim possible yeah like the replacements was around that time too oh yeah and i mean the proud family was on around that time too i haven't thought about that show Ooh. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like Dis- like Disney Channel, like I'd say the closest one to being the closest show on that channel to being gendered at the time was probably Hannah Montana. I yeah, I was like felt other than very feminine focused. But I think the way because even the was- brother character was not like no, yeah. I think the marketing of High School Musical though, I don't know if they did it beforehand or they did it while they saw who was appealed to, like who was watching it and they're like okay we're gonna make all this like jewelry and like notebook you you had like a lot of the notebooks and folders kits with the six on it and <laughs> yeah the pencil pouches and then you had the backpack and the clothes yeah but theoretically this is like a, oh, very, a very like wide appeal movie that it, anyone should be able to latch on to absolutely i mean it it does lean heavy into sports on occasion yeah. and it's got the musical segments but they're not too over the top or anything that yeah, and the Disney brand, this is interesting because around that time, the Disney brand is kind of evolving because Disney does have the association with, like, the princesses and that it is kind of like a little kid's girly thing and that, like, boys are, like, boys and they are not into kid stuff. Um then in like 2003 Pirates of the Caribbean comes out and it's like okay we have this property and as more Pixar movies come out okay like oh there's more stuff that appeals to boys in the I mean, in the Cars repertoire coming out in 2006 yeah. that's the big 2006 Pixar film and then eventually Disney goes from being like this kind of childish girly property to just kind of being um omnipresent and the all consuming <laughs> yeah which for better or worse uh, yeah. I I'm glad that they have broad appeal I'm not necessarily glad that they own 40% of the market share and every property. Yeah. I was thinking while you were saying that too, you have the animated movies that were coming out in the years before for Disney. You have things like Lilo and Stitch, Atlantis, Treasure Planet. They were trying to move away from that princess. Like you think, all right, Disney Renaissance, you end with Tarzan in 2000, which is directly inspired. Like Tony Hawk, they have very openly said is some of the inspiration, some of the modeling for Tarzan. Yeah, and he then, does like the like skateboarding on the roots and stuff. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and then you have- I've never seen Tarzan. Tarzan's so good. I love that movie. And then you have things like Atlantis- you have Treasure Planet, Lilo and Stitch. You have all, there are these like- Chicken w- Little. Chicken Little came out in 2004. So yeah, definitely. Uh, the first attempted at a full 3D Disney movie. Was that uh, the first? Other uh, than Dinosaur? <laughs> God, Dinosaur. Yeah, Dinosaur's <laughs> in there too. That came out in- That came out in the 90s. Yeah, it was right around Animal Kingdom. So 99. And then you have Brother Bear. So they are trying to yeah, get- Yeah, they're these, shifting away from the- The princess the fairy tales they're they're trying to go to a different audience and it doesn't work so they're like "Eh, back to where we know yeah which is okay for their like major motion picture division to be like okay we can focus on tangled and frozen and yeah uh princess and the frog yeah which was less big but still yeah that was their last 2d animated that was yeah in 2008 seven so they're singing they're singing yeah it's we kind of covered everything with them. Like, they're singing. The people in the background are having a good time. Zac Efron does a little, like, dips of the Mike mic dip. stand that then are pretty they, good. Then he takes it off the stand, and Gabriella takes it off and the stand. And they go, oh. And they tur- they start turning towards each other. Yeah. Like, they're physically and emotionally moving into singing together. Yeah, they still haven't, like, touched each other, though. No. I mean, this is Chase 2006. I, I know, but, like, you might, like, do, like, a hand-over-the-shoulder type thing. Not kumbaya. I don't know. The you know. Song. Yeah. Speaking Do they of- kiss by the end of the movie? Is there smooching in High School Musical? 
I I would imagine that there's like the one kiss at the end of the movie that's kind of like there. Um, But I really don't know. And now this is going to be like a mystery. You'll just have to wait and find out. Condra, you did some fun research just to pad out the runtime of this episode. But you you looked up the top 10 songs on the radio or in general, the Billboard Top 10, the week that this movie aired on television. It's the top 100 still for oh. some strange reason but we're only gonna we have the data the why yeah. not yeah um so this would have been the week of january 21st which is the week yeah it, so high school musical came out on the 20th of january so i'll have to i'll have to venture a guess as to who's number one i mean i'm not i'm probably not gonna hit number one but and i might be way off but i, I who was I, popular in 2006 i'm so beginning of 2006 the beginning of 2006 because i'll say that what ended up being the top songs of 2006 are not the ones yeah. we're seeing here. Yeah. Well, it's just interesting because most of my cultural awareness starts in 2007. Like, I know stuff that happens before 2007, but like... But that makes sense I based feel, on your age and I stuff. feel more attuned into culture starting 2007. I don't... Uh, I want to... Because we're at the tail end of what? Like, like the kind of Britney Spears era. I, like, like pink is popular shakira shakira so shakira is one of last so to the, i also looked up 2005 hips don't lie was one of the 2005 tops okay i'm pretty um, i don't i don't know who like the like the oh. male driven rock bands were yet because um, like it was it was was dot daughtry and like oh i'm sorry was, shakira's 2006 Daughtry and them weren't like. Daughtry was just about to. Yeah, who, who's, who does like chasing cars? That's not till like 2007. Yeah, or no, that's um, Snow like, Patrol. Snow Patrol. <laughs> um, so all right, so let me start. So 2005 end of the year top was "We Belong Together" by Mariah Carey, "Holla Back Girl" by Gwen Stefani. Okay. Let me love you by Mario. This is this is the top so, songs of 2005. Top songs of 2005 in general. 2005 in general. Okay. Uh, Since you've been gone by Kelly Clarkson. One two step. I don't know if you remember that song. Know that. It was kind of a dancey soldier boy. It was kind of precursor to okay. soldier boy. Gold digger. Boulevard of broken dreams. Candy shop. Doncha. Pussycat dolls. Yeah. And uh, behind these hazel eyes. So two Kelly Clarkson. Okay. So that's kind of where we are for 2005. So and those were the most popular songs in all of period. 2005. Period. So yeah. what about... So and Brightside was... Um, Mr. Brightside was 2005 too. Yeah, it was mo- most mostly popular in 2005. Yeah. Lifehouse, 50 Cent. Excuse me. 50 Cent. <laughs> uh, Weezer, Beverly Hills. So that was um, yeah. that album. Okay. So that's 2005. And then 2006. January 21st, 2006. Yeah. So was number one? Rills by Nelly. Okay. So, and that had moved up four, four places to be number one. Okay. Unfortunately, Chris Brown. Uh, and then you have Beyonce. Well, what was the Chris Brown song? Run It. Okay. I don't know it. You have a Beyonce song raising seven spots to number three what called was... Check On It. I don't know that. I don't know. I'm not a... We're not, we're, we're not into pop music enough to be able to analyze no. these. Um, Don't Forget About Us by Mariah Carey. And then Photograph by Nickelback. By, look at this photograph. Look at this graph. Look at there this graph. Go. Hey, you did a meme! <laughs> I did a meme! I love that one. That's a vine. It is a vine. Back in the day. Uh, Laffy Taffy by D4L. Gold Digger still. Stick With You by Pussycat Dolls. Dirty Little Secret. All American Rejects. And There It Go... By Ulez Santana. I don't know who that is. All right. And then My Humps by Black Eyed Peas is number 11. Black Eyed mm. Dance Dance. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll stop. But um, so. So that was just a little fun yeah, side little tangent. Fun fact. Um, we figured lots of music in this minute. So let's talk about some music of the time. 
Uh, Start of Something New is closer to, what, a Mariah Carey song, if, any, if anything? Uh, Kelly Clark. I, I can see Kelly. I could argue Kelly Clark, okay. I feel like. Yeah, but definitely, like, in that range of, like, okay, this is kind of, like, generic Poppy. pop music. And that's just kind of the genre of music I'm not familiar with is, like, this is just pop music. It's not rock. It's not country. It's yeah. not rap. This is It's your, just a pop song. Your Katy Perry, your Kelly Clarkson, your... Yeah, Mariah, Mariah Carey, Carey is very much like she does an get... all-time great pop singer. Yeah, yeah, she... but just pop. Like she yeah. sings it and she sings it well. Yeah, uh, her range is what she's famous for, I think, more than anything. So yeah, I think the rest of this movie has similar music vibes to it. But there's also more like musically stuff, and this song is very much more like a pop song tra- yeah. in the traditional sense. Karaoke. Yeah, it's what you do with karaoke. You, yeah, you get a basic song and you sing it. Yep. All right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> I'm getting the, 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 the light and the rap sig- signal from the producer in the booth. How you doing over there, producer? Yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> People can find us on the internet at the Twitter, at Amateur Nerds. Find you. At Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can email us at AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Thanks to our artists. Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram and our music by Joe Winslow, joewinslowmusic.com. Rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, you know all of this, you listen to podcasts, you know the drill. Yeah. And catch us on Thursday, we'll have a decom of the week for you. And you set yourself up and then you No, I was trying to think of the one last thing we do before I have to do the outro. That was it. Till then, I've been Tyler Boudreau. Um, I've been Condra. And we'll see you next time. You can bet on it.